All right, welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. We are a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is our episode for January 19th, 2020. Kept in there by winning right circle, seat card, snapshot, scores! Off the Paulus and in, in his first game, he's got his first Western Hockey League goal! For Wooding, left side of the line, Denemy, slap pass, back door, they score! Logan Nyhoff! Riley Crane into the offense, his own left wing, got left circle center for Smith, a shot, he scores! Zach Smith! All right, thanks everyone for listening in, watching, or connecting in live via Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook. Of course, replays are available on each of those platforms after we broadcast. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at WHLPatsCast. Interact with, with us and your comments there. Okay, Chris, we got uh, well, we got three games to recap this week. But I think before we get to the three games we played this week, we kind of got a little, uh, a little excited last week. And Johnny on the spot, we were watching that Everett game. And then... Uh, quickly went to broadcast and didn't actually finish watching the end of that. Yeah, and there was a lot that went on there. We we saw the empty netter and we're like, okay, yeah, it's time <laughs> to let's get this show on the road. And and we totally missed what yeah, happened after. Absolutely. There was a lot that happened in the last few minutes. So um, probably most significant was that a uh, little bit of a line brawl that happened. Unfortunately, Makai Mitchell kind of got himself put in a vulnerable position there with... Um, I think the linesman kind of got in the way. Yeah, he wasn't able to defend himself very well. No, it didn't seem like it. And then uh, Dawson Butt just teed off on him. I don't know how many shots he got in, but uh, some pretty unfortunate events to Makai there. Broken facial bones, it sounds like. And Dawson Butt received a 12-game suspension for that. I don't know what the suspension... like. Is it just the outcome? Was that what you think it was? or? I don't know, but he... I don't know, he... I don't know what happened before if like I didn't go back too far in the game but I I know Mackay he, he gave a guy a cross check I don't know if it was butt or not but you know just a, just one of those cross checks against the boards nothing too bad or anything you know and then but he kind of seemed to lose it and then once he got done with Mitchell he he was getting escorted away by the linesman or the ref one of the two and uh, he went at Pratt too like Pratt was tied up with somebody else and he tried to jump Pratt as well like he was absolutely yeah. lost it yeah and, and I, I saw I, the I coaching it. staff too is losing it too like at the very end of the broadcast if you go back and just go to the very end they're when the game's over they're going at it, it yeah like I mean the ref like the actual ref actually stepped in and tackled two silver tips at yeah. once yeah that was crazy and like they actually seen that it was getting way out of hand and they had to jump in and the linesman couldn't handle what was going on and and kind of as a whole, this whole road trip, it, the games are very chippy. Very, very chippy. Yeah, you have a theory about that. Yeah, and I was thinking, well, is there? are the players thinking there's no repercussions because they don't have to play each other again? Like, yeah. okay. It's you, a one game It's a one game, exhibition. that's it. And we're not going to see them for the rest of the year. And I don't think it's that those teams are inherently maybe more violent, but it you're just, right. It was just like, Game one teams that you there shouldn't be a history, but now I think there might be with Everett. Well, yeah. I don't know how long that'll carry on. Well, okay, so you look at Tri City. Walker takes that knee, and then yeah, Everett that happens. Then Seattle a minute into the game, there's almost a fight. Yep, like yeah, okay, well, like what's <laughs> going on here? The Portland a game, headbutt. Okay, the Portland game wasn't chippy really at all. No, and then <laughs> I mean the yeah. the score maybe dictated that. Yeah, I think so. 
and then the headbutt in the Spokane game. Yeah. It's it's six one and the guy's headbutting guys. Right. Like what are you doing? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I was I was very confused by the chippiness of this because we haven't seen how many fights have we seen before even, this trip? Like, yeah, dirty play. You don't see a no. lot. You don't see the chippiness, and maybe you're right. Yeah. It is just there isn't the repercussion. It's the one you get the one shot in, and um, yeah, you don't have to maybe keep your head or looking behind your back for the, for the whole of, season. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but they even Phil commented and. And I, I've watched some games down in the States. They do react different. The fans and the, they do react differently to fights. They, it's like everyone's waiting for it. Yeah. And they like play the Rocky music. Like it is on and it is, it's a big, it's an extra part of the game down there. I feel, and I don't know if they do it's that down the, there on purpose or. It's like the car crash, NASCAR. Yeah. Just waiting yeah. for a crash. Big. And that's not all happened. fans. I'm not trying to bash american fans or anything like that but uh well i know even just the the they promote it the the yeah venue does right yeah i mean you you see they've teams have gone away from showing highlights of fights now and stuff like that and, yeah but there's lots of fans up here that are, this, that's absolutely uh, enjoy true. the fights yeah, as well you hear the right? the fight fight you know chant and all this and yeah uh, yeah you hear you hear the rink perk up when there's a fight absolutely. there is a definite increase in yeah. interest and volume yeah it just seemed to be i don't know a little more violent and, and yeah it definitely seemed to be yeah definitely so uh yeah sorry we didn't we kind of <laughs> jumped the gun yesterday or last week to to get to recording and didn't actually see that yeah that bit but uh definitely some follow for it and um i, I don't know what mitchell's prognosis oh, is yeah it's I gonna be a while i, I, I know, just I, got back too. i know he just got That's back from injury sucks. and Paddock even not called him out, but named him in that press conference with the trades. He's like, "Yeah, Mitchell's back, and yeah. I want to see him in the lineup, yeah. you know, on a more consistent basis." Real and, shame. And now he's out again. Like that. Yeah, I, I imagine he'll be wearing a cage for the rest of the season. <laughs> if he comes back, if he, I was, if he even makes it back for the season, right? Who knows? Like the season isn't much longer. I, I was counting up how many home games we have left. It's not no, not a terrible amount. Like I know there's only like, a month, just under two months of season left. Yeah. Because it's mid-March that it yeah. ends. Let's not dwell so. on that, though. No. So let's talk about the games this week. Uh, first up was Portland. <laughs> this one, uh, leading into it, we thought, well, it's pretty much one of the best teams in the WHL against uh, us, who, as we just mentioned, had a an unexpected injury, well, a couple unexpected injuries, really, with uh, Walker going down, Mackay Mitchell out, and then was... Uh, was um, Englot out for this game yet? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So we had to call up um, Leighton Feist. And kind of welcome to the Well, he <laughs> was called up um, prior to the trade deadline. I think He was called up, yeah. Yeah, so this was his first game, though. Yeah, just in case, right? So, but yeah, he got thrown in. Welcome to the show. <laughs> and yeah, he was thrown in there in the Portland game. Nothing yeah. like playing against the best team in the league. Yeah. And so good for Going from there, yeah. So I, you had a fifty. What is a fifteen and sixteen year old D pairing? Yeah, in the back. I don't know if they actually were paired up all game. I can't remember okay. now. Yeah, was, the lineup at least had it that way. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, not a totally unpredictable outcome of that game. I think. No, and yeah, it's a shame. I mean, the score is lopsided, and I, I, but I, I don't know what you're really expecting. <laughs> hey, we put up four goals on Hofer though. I was. That's true. 
Hey, I, yeah, I was, let's let's take that. I yeah. was taking that as a definite positive. For like, sure. Yeah, fair enough. I know I was talking to Josh Kreitzer who we had on and yep. he said, well, if I get any interviews with the past guys, do you, what do you want? Or do you want me to send you the interviews? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll take them. And he's like, yeah, I'll see if I make it down there or not, depending on the game. Right. And he's like, oh, I was really looking forward to talking to Saskatoon and stuff like that. And the game was eight, nothing. So he's like, right. I didn't even bother going to talk to Saskatoon guys. And so I was like, okay, well, eight, nothing. Well, that's, you know, we lost nine, four. So we put up four, like you can't, nothing wrong with that. Right. So. But and so he didn't end up going to talk to any of the Pats players or coaches. But right, yeah. yeah. So I I just thought, well, we put up four, and uh, that's well. I'll take that as a positive out of the out of the game. Totally. So I don't know if you want to. I got an interview from Struish on talking about Leighton Feist. Yeah, if I think that'd wanna, be good. Let's if you want to hear his comments? To that. Yeah. This is kind of. I think it was before Spokane game. So okay. Feist and uh, he's been impressive, hasn't he? He's been fantastic. I mean, for us, having only seen him, you know, training camp a little bit there, um, as a coaching staff, as an organization, the stuff he's done against uh, some good teams and some tough buildings to play has been remarkable. Uh, with and without the puck, I mean, he's made a lot of mistakes for sure, but they're mistakes that he made by having the courage to try things, and that's what we need from a kid who was drafted in the first round. So that's uh, that makes him a special player for us, and uh, it, it looks good for the future. Um, yeah, so nice comments from Struish there on on Feist. Uh, honestly, I didn't. I, I tried to watch him during the game. Didn't get a a good sense. In that Portland game, yeah, I'm sitting at home. I kind of get distracted. I don't pay as close attention to the games. Like we're, it's harder, like, yeah, because you see what the camera sees. You don't always necessarily get to watch what you want to watch. Because if yeah, it was yeah. at home, I would really focus in on him, right, and try and watch it. Yeah, but, you can uh, kind of see him away from the puck, what he's doing, otherwise, like, and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, and and it's late at night too. I was kind of <laughs> just sitting there. I didn't. They were. These were some late ones. That was a tough one. I didn't. I didn't stay up for the whole. Thing, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, you you can look at the score and but not a not a horrible or unexpected outcome. I think. Uh, so next was in Seattle, and actually we got Josh Paulus up for that game. Um. Kind of nice to see him. We both were really impressed with him in training camp and preseason. So uh, nice for him to get a chance. I guess it's kind of under unfortunate circumstances, but uh, good for him to get up. And hey, he got a goal in his his first game. Yeah, um, I I almost thought I'm, I've been thinking about this lately. Like, should he have been up here instead of uh, Stanek? Like, I have nothing against Stanek, but being yeah. a 16 year old, has he contributed? that much has he played that much but again i got another interview with stroosh here to go on paulus and they've really liked his game you know he is older i mean yep. he's been playing junior like he's playing against not the same competition but similar si- similar age groups right he's playing against older guys bigger guys so i think maybe he was maybe a better fit for this team but i mean here it's here nor there like yeah uh, but yeah, he looked good out there. I thought he got some decent ice. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was a good opportunity for him with, um, again, cause of injuries and whatnot, but good to see him out there and he didn't look out of place. No, not at all. Another person who didn't look out of place was Busky. 
Uh, he was inconsistent, I thought. Okay. I, in this Seattle game, they had lots of chances early. They missed some open nets. They had, yeah, he, he looked really good in that Tri-City game. Okay. I thought, the Seattle game, I thought he did not look good. Okay. Like, um, I think they were lucky to get out of that first period in Seattle, only giving up one goal. That's what I, that's what I've got written down in my notes. Like he, they had some really good chances and yeah. Fair enough. Fair. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, yeah. Like I, I was really impressed with the Tri-City game, even though yes. we lost and gave up how many ever goals, but I thought he was yeah. the best player that night yeah. as a whole. I thought he looked decent in some of the Spokane game at least until things kind of yeah, unraveled there. Off, but, um, and then Bellick got in as well in, yeah. in the Spokane game. Yeah. So, yeah. And Phil even threw it out there. He, he's, he's, he said he wanted to maybe see him start Bellick. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I, why not? If he was there. Yeah. Well, He was battling a bit of an injury too, though. Yes. So I was kind of surprised to see him play. Um, the keeper was on the lineup, on the Pats Twitter lineup. But on the actual for game, the Spokane game for the Spokane game, yeah. Oh, so because Bellick was injured, right? Yeah. So he must have been with the team because they're not going to bring him out to Spokane for to back up one game. No, no. So he must have been with the team, recovering whatever he. They probably the deal was brought all three. Maybe sent keeper back. Yeah. Early. And, and so then actually went back and looked at Phil's lineup once Bellick got in, and the, the actual game sheet shows Bellick in. So I was I was a little okay. surprised to see him because you know I thought well he'd just be wherever rehabbing or getting healthy or doing whatever, yeah. And uh, oh, all of a sudden he's in the game in the third period. I thought okay here comes keeper, but no, it was Bellic instead. Uh, so you said you got an interview with Stroosh on Paulus. Okay, if we want to, yeah, let's listen that, to that one up. I, mean, I know Paul scores the goal, and that's maybe the big thing, but uh, he was pretty impressive, wasn't he, his first game? He's not scared out there. No, you know what's the, the, the important thing there is, and I know we've talked about it, is the fact that he plays, he's playing junior hockey. He's playing against men, the older players in that league. They're men right now, 19, 20-year-olds. So his ability to play at that level gives us the advantage and him the advantage coming here and, and playing at this level. So um, he, he, we knew he was a worker. He, we knew he didn't lack uh, courage, and he showed that the other night, and, and he got uh, some good ice. He's going to get the same opportunities here tonight. Awesome, yeah. So, I mean, same things we're kind of seeing. It would be nice to see some more of him, actually. Yeah, that definitely. Maybe good. going forward we will. Uh, anything else you want to say about the Spokane game? Uh, they had some nice jerseys. I like those military appreciation jerseys. Yeah, I was wondering, I asked you, is it, because I was looking at it, I'm like, is that camo? Is it a military appreciation game? Why now, like well, in the middle of January? Okay, well, yeah, I have no idea why, but then Toronto was doing it too on Saturday night. Yeah, you're the right. The Maple Leafs. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have no idea why it's happening it's now not in, in November. November. No, yeah. Or something, yeah. I know. Either way, but, so I even looked online just to see how they were auctioning them off. Yeah, and it was a blind auction, so you put your price down, drop it in a box. That's kind of what you do, anyways, right? You have your bit. your set point. I guess so. Yeah, and you just that's where you yeah. go to, and maybe it's a little more exciting doing it the other way. But live, you get kind of you basically in. have that. Yeah, yeah. Live, actually, you probably get more money out of a live because yeah, you get like, well, okay, five more bucks, five yeah, more yeah. bucks, another like, twenty, another thirty. Maybe yeah, blind is a little bit safer. Yeah, it's a little safer, but you have less chance of winning. So, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. Or you could nice. put in a bunch of it and then just end up with like six jerseys. Yeah, yeah you got to buy them all. <laughs> if you win them all, you buy them all. Yeah. It clearly said that on the website. Really? Yeah. Huh. So. And it was weird. 
so they're wearing white helmets. So I don't yes. know. I think they have red or blue helmets, whatever. So they probably didn't match with the black. So the Pats were wearing the blue helmets with their white jerseys. Yeah, they probably have white and red. Because I was thinking, though, maybe they have blue. But no, you're right. They would have red. And then, so the Pats had to wear their blue helmets. and It, it looked, looked kind of odd. looked odd, yeah. Just wasn't what we were used to. doesn't yeah. look as clean, right? Because they wear the whites with the whites. Look, yeah, yeah. Look pretty nice, actually. It just looked off. It didn't look bad or anything. I was just like, oh, they're wearing blue helmets. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked off. Yeah. Okay. And uh, one last thing, the, the uh, attendance there. Yes, okay, They had like yeah. over 8,000 people at They had 8,000. And so I went back and looked at Spokane's attendance kind of throughout the season. Yep. And they get anywhere from three to ten. So that's I Depends didn't look on the promotions or how they. Yeah, it's a it's evening. kind of a collegey town too, right? Because they have uh, Gonzaga there, so okay, it could maybe do with that. I don't I don't know if they get a bunch of college students or if they promote that to the maybe they have like college nights. I don't know. Yeah, and I didn't look at the capacity of the building. Obviously, it's more than ten, but the city is the same size as Regina. So that's yes. uh, if they're yeah. getting ten people, ten thousand. That's, that's uh, significant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really good. But I mean, when you see three, that's that's a little <laughs> yeah. disheartening. I mean, yeah. they have a decent team, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But they range anywhere from three to ten. So hmm. okay. Well, for trivia this week, uh, I wanted to look back and see has there ever been actually a successful U.S. road, road trip? trip? Oh, so I did find one. So I'll. Uh, let you think about and these road you got to think about when these teams actually came into existence and when the road trips and and the uh this now kevin i'm sure would have much better statistics than i could find but uh the whl website only goes back to 97 and they didn't have the same like and that at one point they were doing actually at every year and then one year they 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 went back to this uh, yeah, yeah, the alternating yeah. so so there's only really 20 years of history there yeah that's it yeah yeah yeah, and if anyone wants Pat's history, reach out to uh, at the Blue Liner. When he calls himself the Pat's historian, I didn't fully appreciate what that statement meant. <laughs> yeah, because his showed us his binder of stats is unbelievable. Yes, very, I was just very impressive. I was taken aback by the level of detail in it, and um, and when you're looking for this stuff, it really kind of exp- there just isn't that much information out there. Really, I was trying to find it. And, yeah. So anyways, um, just think of the best, well, one of the, at least in the stats that I could find, the best uh, U.S. road trip. Okay. Okay. While you're doing that, the Saskatchewan Podcast Network is supported by Conexus. Well, nev- wellness, however you define it, is achievable. You don't even need to figure it out all yourself. Talk to Conexus. They'll give you guidance, motivation, and the push you need to reach your goals. They've got you. They're your financial partner, and they know you can achieve your very best, your financial best. Prove them right. Start it right at Conexus Credit Union. So, in 2001-2002, and this must have been before Everett was there, they they actually did a sweep. Four for four. They beat Spokane 7-1, Tri-Cities 2-1, Seattle 7-1, and Portland 4-3. And this was only a 40-win team, so it wasn't like... That was the year after the Memorial Cup. Wasn't the best team and even the year we had 52 wins they didn't do two did they go to the there. u.s uh i don't that know year? actually i forget For some reason i think after? they went to bc that year well i guess 19 they went to u.s it was the year after it was the year after they did yeah or okay. year before well it would be both but yeah it wasn't the year of yeah. <laughs> 
So anyway, yeah, they've had, uh, otherwise it's basically not very successful road trip. Yeah. yeah. I looked through, it was... Did you uh, look through the BC splits? road trips too? No, I didn't no, do that. Okay. I was just looking at the US. Yeah, okay. I can do that. <laughs> or maybe Kevin can do that for us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it's nice to, the guys are coming home. They have a bit of a break here leading into this Lethbridge game on Friday. We haven't seen a lot of Lethbridge lately. Actually, both these teams were playing Lethbridge and the Blades. Blades, this is our first game playing them all season. Yeah, that's cr- which crazy. Is, it's the end of Unbelievable. Yeah, it's just bizarre. A division rival. Like. Yeah, so now they must be crammed in there in the yeah. next two months. Six games, I assume, we play against them. We probably won't play the eight against them this year. Right, yeah. But still, it's bizarre not to play in, yeah. them until... Yeah, end of January. Mid to late January, yeah. Um, Lethbridge game is the, what, organ donation promotion? Yeah. It's not the Don Cherry organ donation anymore, but... Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just... Still, they probably still had some of those jerseys already made, so yeah. they're just going with it. Because uh, Edmonton had the, the suit. Well, no, they went, yeah, just Hockey Night in Canada. Right. It's yes. called now, yeah. maybe is the the thing. So, yeah, Edmonton and PA, they had two different jerseys there. So I wonder what we're going to be rocking on Friday. Yeah, and those are up for auction starting Wednesday, I think. Oh, really? Said. Oh, okay. Yeah, on whatever that website is, 32auctions.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lethbridge coming in is, where are they sitting here? Uh, 26 and 11, they're third in the central. Uh, I mean, you look at that Central Division. Third place in the Central Division is nothing to shake your head at. No. They're, that they'd be the top team in the East. Absolutely. Yeah. So, And they're 6-2 and two and 2 in the past 10, so they're doing all right. And they got uh, Ocular and Cousins back Cousins from and World Addison Juniors and, and Addison. Yeah. yeah. So, if anything, some, some decent players to see there yeah. if they're all playing. And then, uh, yeah, first game against Saskatoon. Saskatoon... Like we were saying last week, kind of looking for an identity. We don't really know what they're going for right now, sitting in the last wild card spot with 47 points. Yeah, they're pretty comfy there. It would be, they would really have to go under free fall to, to lose yeah. out of the playoffs there. They're 7 and 3 in their past 10. But I don't so. see them making a lot of gains either. I think they just kind of hold steady, get into the last wild card spot, and. Yeah. Calgary's two points ahead of them, and then Brandon's another two points ahead of Calgary. So it's, and Brandon's the hottest team right now. They're nine and one. Yes, they've really on a roll. Yeah, they really are. Between them and Winnipeg, Winnipeg's eight and two in the past ten. So that's yeah, really taken. I I had no idea Winnipeg was going to be this good. I had not a clue. Um, I didn't expect this good. I did expect them not to be the worst. I I expected a step up from last year when they were in Kootenay, but. Yeah, they've really yeah. Uh, they've looked good lately. Um, I guess getting Peyton Krebs back. Yeah, I, I didn't know how, but I mean they were decent before that, and then he's just yeah, added that extra. That's true. Yeah, he's like a trade, a big trade for them, right? He's an excellent, excellent player. We've seen that many times here yeah. already. Yeah. Well, I guess that gets into our next talk. Is there anything you want to say about Lethbridge or Saskatoon? Yeah, not really. In particular. Yeah. No. What are you predicting? Uh, <laughs> can we get one point out of these two <laughs> a games? A point? Yeah. A point? Sure. Let's, Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. Lethbridge is going to be tough. Sastoon, yeah, we could maybe wiggle a point or maybe two out of Sastoon. Yeah. We haven't seen them yet, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, so let's talk about the rest of the league as we're kind of getting into here. So the dust is starting to settle after 
fairly big trade week. Hey? Yeah, it's all kind of shaken out. And yeah. Um, Max Paddock's rolling there in PA. Yeah. Which is so awesome to see. First three games, three starts, three wins, three first stars. Yeah. Now they yeah. did lose to Red Deer last night in overtime, but which is unfortunate because we're trying to catch Red Deer. Just to, yes. Do we want to stay out of those bottom three spots? Yeah. So speaking of the bottom three spots, you've got my fear is uh, so we have Swift Current's pick, right? So yeah. that's why those games against Swift Current were so big. You want to keep them down. Yeah. Because you want their first overall pick in I this mean, upcoming it's draft. It's not guaranteed, right? It's a lottery. But. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you want them in the bottom three, which you want the bottom three for sure. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. They should stay down there. Now, yeah, Moose Jaw, they're in just a free fall here. Yeah, they're one and nine again. They're only two points up on Swift. I know. Like, I mean, they've replaced their coach. Trade away the best player, yeah. their goalie. So you don't expect much from them. I don't know if we have many games against them anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure. So. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to look at so when you compare the East versus West. Um, so Regina, we're sitting at 31 points and we're two out of a wild card spot. But when you look at the Western wild card, you have uh, Seattle with 39. So 39 points that is. So their last wild card is eight points ahead of us. Yeah, that's reachable for the yeah. Pats. Yeah, no kidding, right? right? And then you look at the Eastern wild card, Saskatoon's 47. So yeah, 16, that's 16 points. That's a little it's unreachable. Double. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. The The East is a little tougher, right? It, it's it is. It's just the way it is. It's, it's just an imbalance, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know. Like, not much you can do about it. It just no. kind of sucks. Something I was noticing. Uh, yeah, you I said... I think there's a little... And what I've heard is there's kind of a little reward for the, the first team that doesn't make the playoffs in, in the, the East. East Conference. So right near Red Deer might get a little incentive... Like Just how much incentive? I have no idea how much it is, but there's some monetary, uh, in, not incentive, but uh, uh, concession because yeah. they don't make the playoffs huh. because of the imbalanced conferences. So yeah. I don't know what kind of what kind of value we're talking about, but it is there. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I'm I'm starting to see kind of the cream rise to the top here. It took took a little longer than usual but i the way i'm seeing it is edmonton and portland i would say are kind of that top tier right i'd even put kamloops in there would you yeah i mean they're not i had them in the next you're I, like, in the next tier. so you have like one and then maybe one b you have okay. kamloops pa maybe winnipeg kind of proven themselves in there um everett had a bit of a slip but yeah, they've if they can, uh, yeah, if they can get back things going, and then they'll be, and then you got, but then you got teams like Brandon, yeah, nine and nine and zero streak. That's nothing to shake a stick at if they can no. get hot. Their goaltender's playing fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so, a bunch of shutouts there. Yeah, it was like three in the last. Yeah, I don't know how many starts. Yeah, unbelievable. Five, six, yeah. So yeah, I was starting to see things heat up in the after the after the trade deadline and. Yeah, there's no that there's no one team kind of like the uh, the PA of last year no. or this year. There's no. kind of there's a few teams, which is good. It's yeah, yeah, it's more exciting. Yeah. Now, if uh, the thing we were with Rod Peterson, they were talking. We were talking about how to get like grow the dub and 
and that's what I think they need to do is like we we subscribe to the WHL package, but they just need to make it more readily available that when you come home you can just turn it on, like I do with the, with the NHL now. Like because there's so many good games that if it was just easier and like, like right now I have to sit in front of my laptop. I just want to be able to sit on the couch, not have to fuck around with wires and streaming and casting and all this shit. I just want it yeah. to like turn it on and it just work. Whether it's an app or whatever they do, I don't know. But if they if they want to get some more interest in the league, that's that's where I think you need to do it. WHL Live is proven to be okay this season at least. It's yeah, the quality been reliable and the quality is coming up. And there's no audio issues that I've found, like on the away audio. Yep. Yeah, it's been like it used to be the sync was off. Sometimes there was both coming in at the same time. So yeah, they've kind of resolved that. Things have gotten better. Now just make it easier less to barriers. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. just on. Yeah. And then I think that'd be awesome. And I would consume way more WHL, but right now just that, you know, just when you're cooking supper or sitting around and you just want to turn something on and you don't want to spend a bunch of time. Yeah. Screwing around. Screwing around. Right. Yeah. So that's my, my feeling. That's your <laughs> rant of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens next year with possibly a new provider. Maybe a new provider will, will, come new technology and new new and I, platform I don't or expect whatever. Uh, TV coverage like straight up TV yeah. channel I don't I think that's that's not going to happen no but, no um, yeah just I think Spokane had a TV broadcast going that evening because they, they actually had interview they had that yes coach interview at the TV timeout which are I think absolutely useless it's dumb <laughs> just I'm pretty sure every coach gets annoyed oh by right this. at the 10 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, at the wow. TV timeout. Yeah. Yeah, they interviewed yeah. Viveros. And oh. Just some stupid question. On the bench or whatever, yeah. 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 Actually, going back to that Spokane game, one thing I did forget to mention, it's pretty cool. So Ty Smith, he's the captain of Spokane, and uh, his brother is Zach <laughs> yep. Smith. Yep. And so Zach went out and did the pregame ceremonial faceoff. Yep. So I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, that was really cool. I don't know whose idea that was. But uh, yeah, I don't know if they awesome announced see. if they announced Pratt and he said, "Hey, you go instead" or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But so yeah, there was five cool. pucks there, and there was an interview with their dad at the intermission, which I actually listened to, and there was like a wager, kind of friendly bet, and then something about they were betting on the face-off or whatever. And but uh, Ty took three of the five pucks. Usually, the home team takes them, takes the puck or whatever if there's two. But there's so many that. He took three to make sure he had more than than Zach did. Oh, shout so out! Shout out to my Oma. She's listening right now. It <laughs> oh. must be uh, some help from my uh, my <laughs> wife helping my grandmother listen. <laughs> I think I think most of our downloads come from family. So yeah, yeah. maybe that's another one we'll get. <laughs> Matt Matt Rowe was watching. He he, too, he was the first. Uh, viewer to tune in and then he's like oh i'm i'm watching football so i'll listen later <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> he commented on twitter fair enough yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah so it was kind of a good they had an interview with the dad they talked about the you know the family stuff and i thought that was kind of cool but yeah yeah and i missed that you said oh you should listen to it and i was how are you listening because yeah, usually whl live just goes black during yeah so that's another yeah. different thing this year you used to just play the whole radio broadcast mm -hmm. like intermission you could listen to the past intermission on the road right but now they edit it out not edit it out but they only broadcast what phil says so he's like okay we're doing this interview yeah because they used to do like alumni features yeah. and stuff like that yeah. you could listen to 
but fun. it doesn't come through on WHO Live anymore. But if you go over to the home broadcast, you get everything. Well, I mean, it, yeah. it did this time. Maybe they don't get the radio interviews or whatever they do on the home side either. I don't know. But this was a looked like it was a TV broadcast. And so I listened to that interview. Awesome. I see you're wearing the uh, the Blue Jays. Do you see their new uniforms? Yeah. I don't know about I them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They uh, they went back to the powder blue. Now, is well, that just yeah, a special? Or yes, is yes, that? yes. It's okay. a third. It's not okay. there. I thought it was all the time. It's not... Uh, um, permanent or oh, okay, uh, yeah, no, that's so. I'm pretty sure they still have the whites, the blues, the grays, and then the powder okay. blues, okay. and then they still have the red for Canada Day. They said, right? So, okay. yeah, I don't know. It's it is what it is. All right, anything else you want to go over tonight? I don't think so. All right, well, thanks, uh, mom and dad for listening and <laughs> uh, keep up those downloads. Anyone else, again, we uh, try and broadcast live on Twitter. YouTube and Facebook. We'll come at you again next week after these two games. And we'll see you guys at the rink. Good night.